0: What's up, everybody? My name is Phil with Philosophy, the new podcast where we talk about literally anything and everything. Today, I have with me Mitch Earwaker, the co-host to the podcast Effective Student Ministry. How are you doing today, Mitch?
1: I'm doing well. Doing well. It's good. Oh, hey. Yeah, the audience. Miss, uh, the you audience didn't give yourself, yourself one. Uh, nah, nah. You're the host. You need one of those. Yeah, right. So, uh, so how you doing, Mitch? I'm doing well. Just... Finishing up a shift of work, a bunch of random things. Fridays are interesting around here. so That's exciting.
0: Um, so why don't you, what do you do for the people who don't, the tens of tens <laughs> listeners who don't know who you are?
1: We might not ha- have any yet. I don't know. Right, yeah. Better start off with a bang. Um, so I work here at our church, First Baptist of Leesburg, and I do a little bit of a lot, sometimes a lot of nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I work with student ministry, And newly in leadership over college ministry as well. And I also, a couple days a week, do some maintenance and housekeeping things that are... um, They have their own fun. Less fun days because I would rather (laughs) do ministry things, but, uh, you know, get the hours, pay the bills. So anything from sweeping our youth room to taking out trash to pulling weeds, which is a new um, hat I wore today. But, uh, yeah, I do a lot of random stuff around, but I... Get to hang out with the church all the time, so that's fun. That's
0: exciting, yeah, man. Uh, so you you mentioned that you're a part of the student ministry with uh, Garrett Haywood, uh, Doctor Garrett Haywood. Doctor Garrett. Um, he uh, doesn't like being called Doctor, but we, you know, he, we get to say what we want on this podcast. <laughs> so yeah. So um, and then recently, you just said you uh, get to now be a part of the college ministry, also known as Late Night. Um, you know, Pastor Jamie Weathers has run that for a good few years now. Moving on to a different position in the church, so that's good, you know. Um late night has been a integral part of, you know, my life, my you know, your life too. You know, that's been you know, I think that's been kind of a really good staple in both of our lives, but now moving on, you know, you're married and I'm
1: Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that? Are you are you like are you aged out of that? Or are you just yeah, spending your out. time differently now? No,
0: I, I have aged out. I am 25, and so that was the end of it. So it's like there's like six months left. I'm like, ah, when this transition period, I'm going to transition to a new group. So kind of uh, Jamie always called me the grandpa of late night. <laughs> And so, um, so that was honestly kind of felt true because it's like 18, 19, 21. Then Phil, here he's, he's 25. He's just over here in this yeah, little corner.
1: Starts to be weird when the age gap is that big. Exactly. And so,
0: you know, it was cool. I mean, I enjoyed hanging out, having a good time. But, you know, I'm looking forward to the new transition to this new singles group on Tuesday nights with uh, Steve Rippy's group. So yeah, be good. man.
1: Dude, that group is like, that's grown fast. And, it like, is. They have new people every week. And I don't know what the count is, but I know that is just doing really well numerically and just they're, they're yeah. running out of room at the coffee shop they meet at and they just, yeah. yeah that's, that's
0: great. Running out of room is always a good thing when it comes to Bible studies and ministry. You yeah, know? absolutely. So, but yeah, man, that's good. So uh, you're back in school now. Yeah. You, uh, you graduated from somewhere and then you transferred over to a new college.
1: Yeah. graduated from Ethnos 360 Bible Institute in 2019. It was just a two year Bible school. And then just, Volunteered and ended up working part time and now full time in ministry. And so now I am married for over a year. I'm thirty and I'm back in school (laughs) trying to get a bachelor's in ministry. Wow, it uh, is funny that this is just humbling. I don't actually like lose sleep over this, but you know Garrett is younger than me and he has a doctorate and also a few kids. So (laughs) it's like it's you know you don't want to get too hung up on comparing to other people's lives, but it's it's funny to look at that. Like in our intern Elizabeth. Um, she was her summer intern. She's not now, but mm-hmm. her and her fiancé help out with the youth, and she's 19 and has a bachelor's, and I'm just like, what am I doing? But now oh, it's okay, you know, uh, different yeah. story. Yeah, no, man, I get it.
0: I'm 25, and I'm, you know, a year and a half out from finishing my AS degree, you know. There you go. And so, you said You said know, AS? A- AS, Associates in Science. Oh, sweet. So, you know, there's Associates in Arts, and there's Associates in Science, and so mine's a science degree because I'm not going into science, but – it's sound of technology so that fits under that window. But uh yeah, no, man, you you know, you can't knock it whatever age you're at, you know, as long as you get the degree and you push through it. If that's where God's calling your life, that's where you gotta go. You sure. Know, so but uh yeah, so what are you doing? What is your degree pathway in this new college? What is my what? What's your degree pathway? Where are you going? What is your thoughts?
1: Oh, so I mean, just generally the goal is to get a bachelor's in ministry. Okay. Um, I I've struggled with that before of like you know, you see some people working in ministry. I have a friend who's like a full-time youth pastor and some other things in a church and he only has an associates and you don't like, it's not technically you have to have a degree, but it helps. And mm-hmm. like, it's, Oh, excuse me. LaCroix is coming up. <laughs> oh, key lime. Yeah. Um,
0: we are not sponsored by LaCroix, but Oh yeah. We, yeah. I'm not allowed to say those those the
1: ones? name. Yeah. <laughs> you going to have like a cheesy, like off brand name, like on Nickelodeon or something. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, where was I? totally rabbit trailed here, philosophy of things exactly um, yeah uh, oh, so yeah, ministry, uh, kinda just going on a rabbit trail tangent, whatever about um like what what is required, what is helpful, whatever, like I'm young enough to where getting a degree will help, maybe open up some doors, maybe mm-hmm. get a little more money, and what you know if, assuming. One day I go to a different church or something like that. I'm not. I'm not just using our resources here to get to the next thing, but For like sure. I, I'm so happy here and hoping opportunities keep coming up within this church. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so standard just bachelors in ministry. I don't know if there's any other <laughs> words attached to that, but that's the the basics of it. So nice. I'm learning things. I've just finished the first two classes I've been in. So I, a cool. psychology class. Um, and uh, an argumentative research writing class, which you and I have shared a, just a disdain for writing papers. and yes, so That, that was the entire purpose of that class. So I get why I had to do it. <laughs> I grew from it. I'm really hoping I pass, but uh, we'll we'll wait for the results on uh, uh, yeah, my paper. Yeah, I was gonna say next podcast we'll talk about the results. I'll be if I come on just crying as the intro, you exactly. know, I wasted my time.
0: Exactly, man. So speaking of time, what do you do for like your free time? Right. So I know you're. You said you're working. You're a ministry. You're married. So like, there's all these things that come with that. But like, when it's just Mitch, like, what do you do? Like, do you, do you 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 play sports? Do you watch sports? Do you you know, study, what do you do? Like, what is your free time?
1: Like? I mean, you, you hit a few things there. I, <laughs> I, I love NFL, so I could just talk the rest of this time about NFL, <laughs> but I won't. Uh, but that's coming back in a couple weeks. So fantasy football, watching football, you know. I, every year I say I want to get more into college football, and then I don't. <laughs> uh, my wife, Carrie, likes college football maybe more than NFL. She does NFL because I'm obsessive over it. But um, right. So a lot of, you know, NFL season is a lot about that. I like playing sports. You know, Carrie and I have really gotten into pickleball. Nice. And we're we're both busy enough to where we'll go through a phase where we play like three or four days in a row, and then maybe we don't play for a few weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd play more if I could, but it just.
0: Man, pickleball, that is like the, it is taking over the
1: nation. It's taking over, dude. Like, I jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, right. I mean, it's
0: just every pastor, you know, God bless them they get out there just so early in the morning, you know, oh, Rippy know. and Wagamont and all these guys. You know, they get out there and they just go
1: for it. And they, get you know, I'm just like, all right, y- y'all have fun now. I'm, a- I'm a- sleeping over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I,
1: uh, the cool thing about my schedule is I have Mondays off work. Mm-hmm. And so before I got into like my summer classes, I would go on a Monday out to Pear Park and play pickleball. And like to go when there's people and to go when it's not 98 degrees, mm-hmm. you have to get out there, maybe seven o'clock or something like that. Yeah. Maybe eight. It's been a while since I've gone to Monday, but um, that was fun. But the first time I went out, I played for like like five and a half hours or something. I was sunburned. Like my knees Oof. were hurting. Like I couldn't do that every day. Um, yeah, man. But that is something a friend, old Rippy does. Yeah, <laughs> a like lot. I said, yeah, just mad respect
0: to these guys that get out there and they just you know. But that you know could be your form of exercise for the you know the week you
1: know. Yeah. Other people jump in the gym. Some play people play pickleball. You never know. Yep. Gym thing never worked out for me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Not a big fan,
0: honestly. <laughs> but yeah, man. So earlier we were talking today, just kind of going over kind of what we wanted to talk about on this good old podcast, and you know, we we talked a lot about a lot of things, theology, things of that such, and we kind of jumped on the topic of uh, evolution, you know, and that's a that's a you know kind of a sensitive subject, you know, people. You got people that are, like, so hardcore. They're like, this is it, and they'll argue all day long about it, you know? Yeah. And, like, I've always been a <laughs> a big proprietor. If it's so, if a conversation can turn, in, turn into an argument, it's not worth having. Yeah. You know? And I, I think, you know, not saying having a debate is good, but there are a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me. and tr- So I, I don't want to just jump into any kind of old debate with someone that I'm not fully ready to be prepared for that, you know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that they – have a lot of head knowledge on, like, oh, this is, this is what I've heard, and this is what I've been told, and this is all these things, and they just jump right head first, and then they should, you know, watch all these, like, videos on YouTube, and these people just getting obliterated by the other side, you know, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like, uh oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know, and then, you know, then, you know, people look end up looking like idiots, mm. you know, But um, but, yeah, man, so, like, The whole evolution thing, you know, we talked about that, like, versus, you know, the different kinds of evolution out there and kind of what people's different beliefs are and things like that. And, you know, um, you know, the other day we were talking about how um, we got to talk. I got to back when I was in high school, I got to talk to an atheist, you know, it was a very interesting experience because he was in my class. And we were on break, and he's like, we were talking about something. It was like the election year and whatever. And this is back in high school, so this was years and years ago. I'm like, man, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen, but you know, hey, like if, if the world ends, like I know where I'm going. You know, like it's good, it's fine, and. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, man, I know exactly where I'm going, to." And I'm like, oh, that's great, man. That's exciting. You know, just it's one of those people, like, you look at him, you're like, I don't think you were a Christian, but, like, just by your appearance. But, like, that's, you know, don't, <laughs> you don't hold off that, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, man. that sounds bad, but, like, it's just the way he portrayed himself just didn't come across like he was a believer. But I was like, oh, that's awesome. You're, you know, that's, we have a kindred, you know, we both know where we're going, and like, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm going to learn like where, like, the streams are purple and the rivers flow and the whatever, the whatever. I'm like, wait, wh- what are you talking about? He goes, Japan. I'm like, Japan? He goes, yeah, home of all the anime and all this other stuff. I'm like, <laughs> he goes, where are you talking? I'm like, Evan? <laughs> like, I'm talking about going, going home. Like, this is where we go, you know. And Wait, so, so
1: the, was he from there or he just, if he could go to any destination, that's where it would that's be. That's where
0: it would be because he was very into anime.
1: So he, he wasn't thinking like, when I die, I'll go there. He's just like, I want to go visit there. Yeah.
0: Like if the, if he basically thought, cause his opinion was like, if the world ends with the election, you know, which in his mind was the America, if the America gets whatever, he's going to go to Japan. Cause like, that's the, oh gotcha. you know, if he was going to go anywhere from there.
1: Was so. that also, you're talking about the world ending, was that 2012, Mayan calendar kind <laughs> of stuff?
0: Oh, yeah, no, that was, uh, this was back in 2014, 2015, I think, whenever okay. that last elect, the election
1: was, but I don't know. <laughs> I think It, would, it might a, have been around 2012, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway. but.
0: 12. But yeah, so anyway, so I was like, all right, cool, well, you know, and he's like, he's like, what you, oh, you're talking about heaven. I'm like, yeah, he goes, oh, well, I don't believe in God. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, well, tell me why. Like, why don't you believe in God? And he goes, well, he said, when I was young, he said, my mm-hmm. parents kicked me out. And he said, and so he said, I packed up all my possessions. He said, I went to live at there. He said, I used to go to church. He said, there was this um, older black couple that took us in. And he goes, he, took, he said, took me in. He's like, and he said, they let me sleep in their second floor, like, like kind of attic garage kind of thing that turned into a bedroom. He said, it was doing really good. He said, and all this other stuff. He said, well, then he said, he started to decorate his room because he started to feel like home to him. He said then he put up a, like, a pirate flag, like pirate ship flag. It had, like, skull and crossbones on it. It's the only thing he had from his grandfather, he said. And then all that, what happened with that was he, um, one night he woke up to water being splashed on him. (laughs) And he wakes up and they're, like, shaking, like, holy water on him. And like on oh, a cross, and they're chanting things at him, trying to c- command the demons to c- to flee from him because of the the flag that was on his whatever on his wall.
1: This wasn't a dream; it really happened. Legitimately happened. Holy and molly. so
0: he, in the middle of the night, got up and he grabbed all his stuff and left. Because like he said, he said because he said if that's how Christians are. He said then I don't want anything to do with them. And so I was like, wow, okay. And he's like, he said, but he said, just over the years, there's no proof that God exists, you know, evolution, dah, 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 and got in and this whole evolution conversation with them. And then, so I was like, all right. And so I can't think of the guy's name, but there's a guy that goes around and just, he, he constantly just asks questions and gets in people's heads and like, gets them thinking, right?
1: Oh yeah, that's the uh, Ray Comfort? Yes, Ray right? Comfort, yeah. <laughs> Such and, a nice guy.
0: Yeah, right? And so, um... Anyways, and so he goes around asking questions and things like that. And then one of the things that I remember asking this kid, I'm like, I said, okay, so I just got a question for you. said, so do you believe in evolution? He goes, yes. I said, okay. So the theory of evolution is that everything started with nothing, big bang, boom, millions of years, for billions of years, here we are. He goes, yes, 100%. I said, okay. So I said, we're, um, we were at a, uh, um, I said, we're, I was like, th- th- look at this puzzle. I was like, I said, you gotta take a five thousand piece puzzle. It's a beautiful waterfall, you know, scenery. He goes, okay. So you put it on a table, thousands of pieces everywhere. He's like, yes. I said, you leave it there for a week. Come back. I said, what's gonna happen? He goes, well, nothing. He said, it's a puzzle. It's just gonna sit there. I said, okay. I said, what if you left it there for a month? He goes, same thing. Nothing's gonna happen. I said, okay. I said, let's just be funny and think about that. So let's just go for like, let's go ten years. I said in 10 years said what will happen I said will that puzzle have start start be putting together or will it just be in a ton of broken pieces and he goes no it'll just be a ton of broken pieces I said okay so let's go even simpler and I said you ever seen those kid puzzles that's like you know talking about like the five piece giant puzzles oh yeah
1: my favorite ones
0: right then the easy ones <laughs> you know <laughs> and those are the ones you could do with your eyes closed you know the super simple ones and um, so you take a puzzle like that and I said you put it on a table I said same time frame you leave it out for a month I said, is that puzzle as simplistically, as simple as that is, will that put itself together? I said, or will it take someone to put it together for them? He goes, well, it'll take someone to put it together. I said, okay. So I said, is something as simplistic as this five-piece puzzle? I said, you can tell me that it takes someone to put this puzzle together. I said, how can you look at me and tell me that something as complex as the universe and all the galaxies and stars and the planet and just everything like that? I said, all of this just happened. And he just sat there, and at that that time, the bell rang, and we had to go back to class. You know,
1: saved by the bell, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so,
0: um, no, I, I mean, I wasn't trying to prove anything to him. I wasn't trying to like have a conflict. I was just trying to have a conversation. You know, just get get you thinking. Like, there's, you know, for me, it's like I, I you can't look at the complexity of something as as simple as like a leaf. You know, it's got all the designs and everything else. Something so complex as that, it'd be like, you know, that just 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 happened. You know, yeah, and so you know so like have you ever had any issues not issues but like have you ever had anything like that you come across people or you've had like debates and discussions and, you know talking about the you know the theory of evolution and you know all the things
1: um i mean yeah i've talked to a lot of different people that think different things about that and i mean more than the conversations i have i listen to a lot of stuff i actually today i was listening to a lot of um just material on people discussing their view of evolution. I listened to a debate on like a young earth. This theistic evolution is something where like Christians believe in evolution and they believe pretty much a lot of the stuff, maybe even that like Darwinian evolutionary theory Mm -hmm. says, except for it's like a process guided by God. Mm -hmm. And they change their interpretation of Genesis and um, just – Passages of scripture obviously can't be taken literally to right. to fit like that worldview that they're coming at it with. Um, so I've had I've had discussions with people, man, I can't think of too many in person like meaningful ones like that. Um, <clears throat> but I, I do know it seems pretty widely accepted in like the realm of science and um, like whatever else it explores. The universe and things like that. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe philosophy. I might just be embarrassing myself right now. Oh, that wasn't a joke on you. I'm thinking of William Lane Craig. He has a right. he has a doctorate in philosophy and in theology. Um, so you need someone on here named Theo, Theo. philosophy <laughs> and theology. All right. Yeah. Um, that'd be great. I should have said that was my name. Nobody else knows. <laughs> but uh, it, it seems so widely understood that. Like, our just looking at the universe, the positioning of Earth within our, our galaxy, and mm-hmm. how it's perfectly placed to where if it was off a little bit, our life, were, or the Earth would not be able to sustain life. And there's just so many things about our placement that shows, like, the precision of where we are is like the only way the uh, Earth, uh, yeah, Earth would permit life. Mm-hmm. And um, some, some, uh, like, atheists or skeptics or whatever, just think like, hey, you know, we're just lucky. And that was like uh, just by chance that happened. And other people, they that I could be butchering some sort of understanding of this, but it's kind of called the, the fine-tuning argument is that kind of the argument you're making mm-hmm. is this stuff doesn't just come about, but there's somebody who, when you look at how complex DNA is and stuff like that, they, they talk about DNA almost as like a book that God is the author of and just how... Mm-hmm it's more complex than the most brilliant scientific research and um, technology that we have is it's, we can't really even understand how it all works. And so it just is a small glimpse of pointing to how powerful God is and that his mm-hmm. hand was in creation. And yeah. so, so I like the kind of the brain teasers like that. Like, you know, you look at these buildings, these buildings didn't just sprout up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. takes, takes time, takes effort, you know?
0: Right, and you know that's. I think that's the cool thing is. Um, you ever heard? uh, Actually, heard of? Have you ever watched Luke Giglio's indescribable talk? I don't think so. You should. You should go look at that. That's. uh, It's really honestly. It's one of the first talks I've ever heard from Luke Giglio, and that's kind of where I, you know, kind of really enjoy his uh, speaking because he 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 goes over the galaxy and he talks about different things and um you know the galaxy and you talked about DNA and all this other stuff and there's in our body there's like a base. You know, I'm I'm not a, a any kind of a medical professional here, but there is like um, you know a uh, a cell in our body called laminin, and have you heard of that? Laminin. Laminin
1: sounds kind of familiar. It's um, so when you put
0: the plastic over
1: paper, right? Uh, yeah, you okay. laminate it. <laughs> that's
0: you uh, yeah. That's
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's kind of familiar, but keep going. I mean, yeah. so
0: so it's called the basement membrane. Um, so laminin is a large um something or other oh that's a lot of big words i <laughs> see. So, you know i'm not it's ba- basically <laughs> it's 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 the base membrane for you know our cells and our dna and stuff and but it's shaped like a cross oh it's
1: cool is the
0: it's it's the int- it's um i'll show you people on the podcast y'all can look it up but that's what it looks like okay and it's just the way that the strands of stuff are tied together it it shapes to be a cross and it's the foundation of some of our cells well oh. And so it's just kind of cool how, like, the foundation of ourselves looks like the cross, you know. That's the foundation of our whole relationship, you know. <laughs> and yeah. that was a very, really butchered way of explaining that. And so, <laughs> like, Ludwig does a great – because he's a he's, he's, you know, scholar to you. A teacher and stuff like that, and I know we jokingly call this the philosophy, you know, it's just because Phil's in, in, is the name of it, you know. But you know, the kind of concept of this podcast, which is to talk about anything, everything, sometimes we talk about random stuff, but I really want to tie it back to you know, some kind of spiritual spiritual discussions and things of like that such. And so, but um, but yeah, man, it's you know, talking about all that is great, and I really enjoy all of that. Um, so shifting a little bit, um. Is there, you know, uh, we're not going to have you sing on the podcast, but for those of you, this is a public service announcement, Mitch Earwaker has a really good voice when he oh, comes man. to singing.
1: Oh, man, that is a public service opinion. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> not held by many.
0: <laughs> Anyways, but, no, I just, do you, are there, you know, you listen to a lot of music, so what are some, like, this is a little on-the-spot question. Shoot, i uh, my some, notes. What are some uh, worship songs that you enjoy right now? Oh, boy. Uh, is there anything that's, like, kind of at the forefront of that?
1: Well, I'll preface just by saying I am a Z-Radio fan, Z88.3. <laughs> I feel like most conversations... A little,
0: ear, little ears in the backseat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's so heavily criticized in different circles for like right. they only play five different songs and mm-hmm. maybe people don't like the types of songs they play, but I've always been a Z-Radio fan. And oh, yeah. to, to be fair... I've listened to a lot of other radio stations Mm -hmm. and, you know, secular and Christian and like they kind of all just go through phases of like recycling a playlist. Mm -hmm. So to single out one to say they only play a certain amount, like Mm -hmm. I've gotten the same experience with other stations. So I'm just, I'm defending Ellis and Tyler right now, you (laughs) know? (laughs) Um, But my favorite, probably my favorite song ever is um, Hills and Valleys by Torn Wells. Ooh, Have you yes. heard that one? Yes, yes, yes. One, That's he has one. an amazing voice. I prefer yeah. the acoustic version. Yes. He has such a good voice. And um, just the message of it is really, it hits home just for my life and my testimony of, uh, a 10-second testimony here is just, I, I was at a point in my life, very upset about different circumstances of relationships and uh, friendships and whatever. And it really hit home when I understood uh, just the the biblical idea that I've heard a million times since, so like mm-hmm. it was it was like my eyes were finally open to this concept. Yeah. Um, of I'm, I'm really building it up. You don't even know what I'm saying yet. Right? But no. <laughs> the the message of hills and valleys is that um, God is there through the highs and the lows, mm-hmm. and like the the sole purpose of our existence is to glorify God, and so our dependence should be in our relationship with God and our, our standing with God. Mm-hmm. And so as I was, like, hurt by a relationship and, like, you know, I I would always uh, want people, want acceptance from people, and then I'm looking back to sports and, like, if I'm, you know, my my happiness was dependent on if I'm doing well at a sport and if I'm in a relationship and if I have a friend group. And, like, it's okay to enjoy those things, mm-hmm. but, like, you cannot be driven by that or you're going to have the highs and lows. Yeah. and. Good. The tough thing is like when you're in the highs, like it makes sense. You know, it, it works when you're in the highs, you're like, Hey, I'm going to depend on this because my relationship is great and I'm athletic or I'm, Uh you know, musically talented. And so it's like, why not identify myself with this? Because it feels so good, Uh but everything except for God will in some way fail you. And so if your identity is built up in your physical abilities or your physical attractiveness or your, your uh just the group of friends you have or whatever it may be if your mm-hmm. identity is anything else it's going to somehow change and yeah. then your identity is just going to be struck and you're going to have some sort of crisis and so i went through that and i just i really grasped onto that principle of like depend on god above your circumstances and then combining with just that amazing song it's mm-hmm. a biblical song it's sung very well and um just acknowledging like hey when you're in the highs like, I'm acknowledging God got me here. God is the mm-hmm. reason I'm in the high. And when I'm in the lows, God is there with me. Like, he's not up in the high looking down at me. Like, he's with me wherever I'm at. And it's mm-hmm. because of him that I'm persevering persevering through suffering or that I'm succeeding. And so, I mean, it's all about God. Right? am sure you've never heard that concept before. <laughs> so no. anyways, that, I kind of went off that's on a, a tangent there. Yeah, but good, um, the the song is so great. And yeah. I've got to say... I think we did, we played that at our wedding. I, I think, I think we played that well, people were, we played that somewhere at our wedding. Carries my mm-hmm. Our first dance was fully known by Tornwells, mm-hmm. and that's also just a great song about being known by God. Yeah. And um, so we danced to that, and we actually got to hear, we went to a Tornwells concert sometime since we've been married. We went to a concert, and they played, like, every song we know and love <laughs> by him, and so that was Good. really awesome. So I'm a big Wells fan. That's cool, man.
0: Yeah, um... That's good, man. I, I'm a big fan of Torrin Wells. He has some he's got some really good songs. You know, been uh I don't know if you so Torrin Wells, you know, obviously does his own good music solo, but were you ever a fan back when he was Royal Taylor? Yeah, I was gonna ask if you've heard yeah. of Royal Taylor, How the Making
1: Me New song. Oh bro. I think it's the only one I know, but that's yeah. when I was like, dude, this guy's voice is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's got uh back
0: in Royal Taylor Royal Taylor was a thing 'cause that's when I first was first introduced to Toran Wells. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but yeah, man, there's a new song we're doing at the church. Um, And uh, um, if you guys ever go to First Baptist, you know, that's probably the only people who are going to listen to this are people who, you know, know me and that kind of stuff. But um, we have, uh, there's a podcast that uh, our worship pastor does. It's called Worship Distributed. And uh, totally look at that. It's on every streaming platform possible. It is an awesome podcast led by two really great men. Uh, That I respect a lot. Uh, Steve Walgamont, Sean Smith, they are
1: really awesome people. So, yeah, a little shout-out there to their podcast. Um, I'm glad you mentioned them. I was like, if we start talking about music too much, we're going to be sued or something. Exactly right, yeah. (laughs) I was literally thinking that. I
0: was like, we're talking about worship songs. It's just because I I love worship. I love music, you know, but... If you really want to get down into what is worship, we won't topic that at all <laughs> um, because they do it so well. So if you want to listen about what is worship, all the things, and just a lot of fun, really funny topics, just go listen to Worship Distributed. It. It's a really great podcast. But, yeah, man, uh, so at the church. We're doing this new song called Jesus is Lord by Chris Davenport. Okay. And it's really been kind of an anthem in my life recently because it's just been one of those really good songs. And, you know— um, And so it's just Jesus is Lord, right? And so it's just like over this moment, over the season, over the story, over my family, friendships, over my neighbors, Jesus is Lord, you know. Um, You know, over this body, over this mission, over the church that he's building, the the city, the nation, all generations, over depression, over addiction, over confusion, over sickness, generations, questions, no matter what happens, Jesus is Lord, you know. So it's just saying that, you know, over every instance of our lives, Jesus is Lord. That's just what we proclaim in that song, you know. And, there, I mean, you know, obviously we're all Christians, and so we should proclaim that, you know. Yeah. But um, that's just been a really fun song I've been listening to. And then um, one that uh, you actually will know who sings it is Faithful Now by Elevation, not mm-hmm. Elevation, Vertical. Vertical Worship It's by Vertical. <laughs> but the lead is uh, Judd. Do you remember Judd? Chris? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, Chris, yeah. Uh, so Judd leads that, that is. song.
1: Crazy, because there was another one. Yes, Somebody told me that one time. Is it Yes, I Will? It was Yes, I Will, yeah. Somebody was like, oh, yeah, you know, Judd wrote that. And I was like, just right away with no information. I was like, no, he didn't. Like, you're right. messing with me. Because I didn't really know who he was. I just knew he was, you know, Chris's friend. But, yeah, yeah, I've, like, looked him up and was like, he's, like, kind of famous now. I don't know. I, yeah, that's kinda cool. <laughs> it's kind of kind of fun to see that, you know.
0: He, um, he led worship for... Uh, uh, a beach retreat back in the day. I don't know if you ever went to those beach retreats. Oh, man, I
1: never got to do that. That no. came about after I was gone, and I that stopped. I guess before I started volunteering with youth. So it was yeah. Beach retreats it were sounds fun.
0: like a blast. Yeah, it was beach retreats were a lot of fun. So he got to lead that, you know, and so but that faithful now song, man. It's in. We've been leading it over at our South Campus Youth. I help with worship over there, and it's been it's been really f- just uh, a phenomenal song, really well written, you know. Um. Just basically talking about how, you know, back then, back in the old, you know, in the scripture, he's like, I'm holding on to faith because I know you make a way, you know, because the gore says, because you make mountains move, you make giants fall, you songs of praise to shake prison walls, you know, so like mountains move, giants fall, David and Goliath, you know, pr- songs of praise to shake prison walls, you know, Paul, in when he was in prison, they sang, sung hymns of faith, you know, and, uh. I will speak to my fear. I'll preach to my doubt that you were faithful then, so you'll be faithful now, you know. And so
1: Wait, so side note, sorry to cut you off. That is Judd singing that like Yes. Man. Yeah. So I forgot. That's really cool. Right. And so, so It is a really good song.
0: Yeah. And so that's that just that that part really speaks to me just because like, uh, you know, walking through some, you know, s- some struggles and some trials right now and, you know, and over the honestly over this past year, you know, um I've, I lost my grandmother, you know, and mm-hmm. You know, just just a lot of other hard th- things going on. And, um, you know, and that's just, that song is just, you know, really special because it's just, it's true, right? You know, he was faithful back then, so he's going to be faithful now to, yeah. to walk with you through every situation, you know. You know, he's the same God. It's another one we do. You know, he's the same God in the hills and the valleys. just ties back in the song you are talking about, you know. Right. And so, but, yeah, man, you know, I love worship music. I love music. It's a uh, really... Integral part of my day, I'm always listening to music. because I got headphones in, I'm in the office, I'm in the car. Like, I always have music going, you know, trying to just always listen to something, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's always in my head, too. I, I, I sing and whistle a lot. Like, people just, <laughs> they're like, oh, that's, I figured that was you down the hall. I heard somebody whistling. And I was like, I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, man. I, I wish they all thought I was as good as you do, but uh, it's just that. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's it's good, man. So,
0: so, yeah, so I think this has been, you know, some really good conversation. I think it's uh, – I've really enjoyed talking with you, man. You've been – known you for my whole time being at the church. I mean, you grew up here. I semi-grew up here, you yeah. know, and so known you for a long time and, you know, seen seeing how you've grown and changed from the, the dude with
1: the super long hair. Super <laughs> long skater dude. Oh, yeah. That, we had uh, no idea what he was going to do with his life. Right. Uh, <laughs> Only difference is I have less hair now. <laughs>
0: But no, man, just to see, you know, to hear you preach and things like that, just seeing how you've grown and just over the years has been really awesome to see. And just it's been an inspiration for me to be able to watch how you've grown and, you know, continue following God and everything that you do, you know, and pursuing him, you know, with that drive and that passion, you know, and so.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I mean, it's fun. you you the same, man. I know you lead um small group discussions and things with our youth when you have the opportunity and it's it's been cool to just be together in a sense we're not always physically together doing those things but right. it's just we both can just shower the what God has done with praise at this church you know mm-hmm. and um I love this church and just the opportunities you and I both have had that's awesome man yeah, it's really good. So, uh, so
0: we're coming to the end of the podcast because I'm running out of things to talk about. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I could talk NFL. I don't know if that would be fun for you at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, man. You know, the sports and you know
0: goals and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you such. know that
1: one football score that happened the other day? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. such a good score.
0: <laughs> it's actually funny you say that. Um, so, the other day, we had the men's breakfast. And um, normally, because I run tech, I get, kind of get to be at the front of the line and get the food first. So, I'm ready for the message when that okay. comes up. But um, this time, I actually had to be to the back of the line just because I didn't get in line fa- fast enough. So I'm wa- hanging out, and it's with a, a guy named the name John and Sean. So John Gould and Sean Smith, and they're talking about football, right? I'm just sitting there just listening because I, again, know nothing about sports. Mm-hmm. And then um, Sean getting interrupted by a church member. He just wanted to say something to him, so he went over there to be a good pastor and talk to him. It was great, and, you know, and, um, and so I'm sitting there, and, John's just sitting there. He's like, okay. And so I'm like, I'm going to pick up where you left off. You know, man, you know, sports and, and things and da-da-da-da-da. And just <laughs> giving random words. And he's just – John is just laughing. And then Sean jumps back in. I said, don't worry, Sean. I caught him up to where you were going. And go <laughs> go back for it. And Sean's like, man, I was just watching this team. And they said this, this, and this. I'm like, exactly. and just touched it. these, in, you know.
1: Couldn't have put it better myself. Exactly. So um, was that – that John Gillidge Senior or Junior? Senior. Yeah. Okay. A senior, yeah. So I don't know if uh John Alex knows NFL that well. If so, why have we not talked about it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man. Um so
0: yeah, that was good. That's a good good conversation. Good first podcast. Um, we'll definitely have you back to have some more conversations. Love to be on again. So but um yeah, that's uh any fun stories for the road to, to wrap up,
1: wrap up the. I mean, on the NFL talk. Just did talk. I tell you when when I met an NFL player? What? No. Uh, well, actually, one. I I met one, uh, kind of when you did. You remember Ben Watson, the NFL tight end? He was at the Life's Choice banquet. Yeah. Or maybe you didn't get to meet him. I did. I get, get to. I, yeah, I did get to meet him. That oh, was okay. fun. Well, yeah. like that doesn't count or something. You're like, no. yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was no, an okay no. public speaker and defending <laughs> unborn babies. You know. Right. No, that was cool. No, that was cool, but. Um, I met – it was actually uh, when Carrie and I went on our honeymoon um, on our flight back from Cancun to Orlando. Nice. It was uh, it was interesting circumstance how he led up to me and We almost missed our flight because they, like, changed our gate last minute and changed the location and the time. And so I'm getting this random call, and I was like, I guess I'll answer. And they're like, where are you? Like, we're closing the gate. And I was, like, so confused. Mm-hmm. Somehow got through because they told me, like, we closed it. Why didn't you answer your phone? I was like – I think I told him my phone was dead or something like that. It kind of was. I answered on my watch. It wasn't working. Um, But side note, crazy technology, answering phones on your watch. Right, yeah. Um, So they let us through, and I've never experienced this before. This maybe is not particular to, like, a a Mexican airport, like in Cancun. But we we get off, like, we walk outside, and there's this bus, and we get on the bus that's going to take us around to the plane. Have you ever done that before? I have not. That's interesting. Uh, that was new to me, uh, but this bus was packed, and we get on to the back, and this guy that's standing there is just like, hey, he's like, is anybody else coming? And I was like, uh, probably not, because we almost didn't make it through, and mm-hmm. I just talked to people, and so I'm right. just, like, talking to this guy about what he was doing in Mexico, what we were like, hey, we're on our, you know, this is our honeymoon, we just got married, mm-hmm. and... um He's from like central Florida. And so we're just engaging. And eventually I was like, cause I, and I got his name at first, but I'm really good at asking somebody's name. Right. I'm really bad at like actually retaining what they say. <laughs> exactly. And he had a mask on, so I didn't really hear well. Mm-hmm. And so I just casually was like, I think I was telling him I at the time worked for the villages newspaper and mm-hmm. uh, whatever else I work in my church a little bit. And so I was like, so what do you do? And he's like, Oh, I'm a football player. Like, I play football. And I was, like, it didn't strike me as much in the moment because I was, like, there's so many, like, semi-pro leagues. Like, right. you know, is he in, like, arena football or whatever? Mm-hmm. So just out of courtesy, I was, like, oh, cool. Like, who do you play for? He's, like, oh, well, I'm a free agent, but I've played for the Ravens and the Raiders. And, and I was, like, wait a minute. I said – Say what was your name again? He's like Latavius Murray, and I was like, "Oh, dude, I know who you are." And I, I started talking about like, <laughs> I, I try not to overwhelm. Him. I try to play it cool when I, I don't meet famous people a lot, but That's I try cool. to play it cool and not show like how overly excited I am, you know. Um, but we talked about you know this big playoff win they had one mm-hmm. time, but he had never made it to the Super Bowl, and talked about where he wanted to play next and whatever. And I got a, I got a picture with him. That's cool. I won't drag the story on too much longer, but I, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, it'd be cool to get a picture. And he was like, Hey, you know, when we get off in Orlando, we'll step aside and get a pic. And so the whole time I'm like, I'm like, dude, he's got a life. He's got a family to get back to. Like, yeah. he's not thinking about me. He's gonna be gone, you know? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he was in the front of the plane. We were like row like eight or something. We we're kinda close. So right. I'm like kind of just watching him, you know. <laughs> um and he gets off and goes, and I'm trying to get through these people and I was like He's gone. I get it. He's not thinking, like, man, I can't wait to get a picture with Mitch, you know? Right. But then we come around a corner, and he had stepped aside at the top of the escalator to go down, and he was waiting for me. And I was like, I said, hey, man, like, you didn't have to do that. Like, I respect that. And he's like, oh, you know, no problem. And then it was funny, tying back to the, like, not knowing sports well, like, um, somebody saw me get a picture with him, and they asked Carrie. She took the picture, and this woman's like, was that a sports guy? And she's like, "Yeah, <laughs> is he a sports person? You know, That's funny. something." But so that was a cool story. Just he—he he was a nice guy, and he was a free agent. He said he wanted to play for the Bills, and now he's signed with the Bills. So I was like, "Like, was that a surprise you guys? I saw it coming." You know, he right. told me he wanted to play for the Bills. I was like, come on. That's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyways, that name drop just—I do not you know no that. And I messaged him on Instagram, said, "Hey man, it was good meeting you," and. Obviously, he didn't message me back. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to
0: say that via plot twist, like, he follows me now. Or yeah, or like yeah, you know. Facebook we'll have him on next week. You know, exactly, talk yeah.
1: about the Bills training camp or something.
0: Right, yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah. one day. Who knows? Yeah, no, I know. Um, speaking of meeting, like, quote-unquote famous people, I uh didn't really get to meet him, per se, but I was at a Toby Mac concert in Orlando last year. Hmm. Or maybe it was this year, maybe the beginning of the year. Not all the days run together anymore. But I was at a Toby Mac concert, and we got uh, – it was actually really cool because I uh, took my parents there for the concert and we got floor seats. And you know, th- floor seats are usually expensive, yeah, for tickets. But we got bought down by kind of by the sound booth in the back, and they were like seventy bucks a ticket. and It was super cheap. I was like, that's cool because it was like there was like five people in the concert. It was just really like it was called it's a hits hits deep tour. Mm. You know, he does it every year. He just creates a new lineup that goes with him. You know, oh cool. And so we're standing there, and I'm you know. You know, I had my phone out, and, you know, I'm recording one of the songs from this one of the other artists. And my dad's next to me. He just hit me in the shoulder. I'm like, what? Like, I'm recording. <laughs> like, what is going on? Now, look, look. He goes, look. Right next to me in the sound booth was Toby Mac. Oh my! And so I'm, now I'm just sitting here. Now I'm like, forget the concert. I'm just like, man, how can I like meet this meet him? Right? I'm right here. So I'm like, I'm just like trying not to be that that creepy stalker. If I was just like, you know, staring <laughs> at the person the whole time. Um, but you know. Anyways, and so he uh, – anyways, and so we're sitting there. We're sitting there and just like, all right, okay, cool. I'm like, what like, what do I say? What will happen? Like I'm running through all the possible scenarios that will never happen. You know, like this yeah. is never going to happen. You know, I'm like, if I approach him, I'm going to get decked. I'm thinking, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like, run just, at him, you right? know. Right, just like walk up to him. I said, so anyways. And so what happened was is was, it was kind of cool because I said, you know, I I would have res- – you know, I, I respected him and so I didn't want to like make a big deal, Right. Cause I'm like we're on the floor. There's a thousand people on the floor right now. I said, of course, if I make a big deal, they're all going to rush at the moment. You know. Right, so I'm right. sitting there. Anyways, he walks over and like gives me like a shoulder bump. You know, like hits me in the shoulder, and he's like, you know, and smiles and nods, and I smile and nod. I stood there probably like perfectly still. I was like man, I really wanted to shake him, talk to him for a second, but I was like, man. And so that was like the one moment I got to like meet someone sort of famous. You know? Yeah. Oh, so, that's
1: cool. But, oh, But yeah, no. It's a uh,
0: it's exciting. man. cool I'm, to
1: meet him. He seems like a cool guy.
0: Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, getting to meet famous people, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. You the know.
1: funny, well, the last thing I'll say about you know meeting Latavius Murray, NFL running back, um, was just like un- it was unfortunately timed because you know we're back, we're getting back, and I, I was aware of this. I tried to balance out my emotions because we're getting back from our honeymoon, first week living together, <laughs> on an amazing vacation, and this happens. So like this is fresh on the mind. Like I just met an NFL player. So it's right. like, how was your honeymoon? We just met this run, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, for my wife's sake as well, mm-hmm. I want her to know that I'm still very excited about the last week we just had. <laughs> but she was aware, like, this was so fresh and I was so excited on that. But I just, yeah. I try to balance out. Like, I wanted to send the picture to people and say, guess who this is? Mm-hmm. Or I just met Latavius. But I'm like, oh, also the honeymoon was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, one last
0: group I'll mention meeting, and then we'll wrap up. Uh there's a old southern gospel group called the Booth Brothers. Um, don't know if you've heard of them or not. The Booth
1: Brothers, yeah, they're in the same Can't kind
0: say. of. We went to that concert with family concert. You, you know, oh yeah, a couple years ago, same style of music. You know, they've come to the church like every year, and, and so like I love southern gospel music. So anytime a southern gospel group comes through, you know, usually I I kind of ask to work the event so I get to like go see a free concert kind of thing. Yeah. It's always cool because I get to see all these different groups and meet different people, and so. But every year we've always had the Booth Brothers. I'm like, this is really cool. I've got to meet them, and you know, all, all these things. And every year, the um, the one of the lead singers is uh, Michael, and he always he's remembered me every single year, mm. and that's really cool because I'm like, it's been a year. You don't, he's like, oh yeah, I totally remember you. And so then we had like two years go by, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I um we had this I worked this event over at Lake Yale Baptist <laughs> called Senior Fest. Well, that mm-hmm. evening concert was the Booth Brothers, and they're like, "Oh, we don't need you run sound; we just need you run point." And like interference, you know. If there's any questions, just kind of be the guy. And I said, "Okay, cool." So I'm like, you know, I've worked with them before. And I've run their con- help run concerts. I've helped fix things, you know. And so, I uh, and so, but again, two years since the last time I've seen seen this group. So I, they walk in. And we're setting up and you get the, they're like, oh, I'm so, so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You know, I just smile and nod like I know who you are. I've seen mm. you before. And uh, Michael walks in. He looks at me and he goes, to shake his hand. He just looks at me for a second. He goes, do I know you? Mm. I said, yes, sir. He goes, first Baptist Leesburg like hey, two years yo. ago. I said, yes, sir. He's like, man, it's good <laughs> to meet you. And then like, so then they're finishing their stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go grab dinner. And he goes, where are you going? I said, over to the main hall, like where everyone eats. He goes, no, come with us. Oh shit. And so I got to go like into the green room where the they they got to sit and I got to hang out with the hang out them right. and have dinner with them. It was really no way. It was fun, and, you know. It was just cool how down to earth they were and talking about all their you know, you know, just at, trying trying to be that like <laughs> cool professional, like you know, nice to you know have a whatever. But I'm like, so I'm tell, I'm like, will oh, tell me these crazy stories and all this other stuff. And the one crazy story I'll never forget and it was hilarious was this. They said that um, they were at a concert and they talked about like. You know, they had talked about, like, cake or something like that anyways. And the, a lady had um, brought them to, like, when they did sign autographs, bought them, like, a chocolate cake to say. And I, oh, thank you so much. She's like, oh, you know, go great with this, with a, a glass of cold milk. Oh, ha, ha, thanks. <laughs> she disappears. So then they do their normal tear down. They get on the bus. <laughs> anyways, they're driving down the road. And there's this car just hauling butt following them. And so they finally, like, they just drive for, like, hours, and they just finally pull do, like, a pit stop to get gas or something yeah. like that. And they get off the bus, and this lady pulls in behind them. was the lady that came from the cake with a gallon of milk.
1: Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
0: I'm like, oof. It's <laughs> like, it's the epitome of stalker ship right there. Yes. You know? but It was
1: good intentions at first, but maybe... <laughs> Maybe if it was that long of a drive, you know, the milk's <laughs> probably not that good anymore. Right. Yeah.
0: I was like, okay. Just you're,
1: you're like in too deep, like I'm just gonna keep following them.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's uh like reminds me of like a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> yeah, right. So but yeah, man, well it was good talking to you. It's been a good conversation, good podcasting. So I appreciate it, man. We'll uh we'll talk soon.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I hope to be on again soon. Yeah, man, we'll get you on soon.
0: All right, everybody, we'll appreciate you listening to the first ever Philosophy Podcast with Phil, and we'll talk soon. All right, bye-bye. Later.